How much wood? <coughs> Alrighty. Are we ready? Are we ready? We're ready. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck named Chuck could chuck wood? A woodchuck named Chuck could chuck all the wood if a woodchuck named Chuck could chuck wood. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I live in one room with a good view of a wall I make cups of tea and wander in the hall I sit on my bed and cut my fingernails I try on a shirt that I bought as a jungle Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe. And thank you uh, for coming back. Uh, I took a week off, didn't tell anybody, just sort of happened. Uh, and the reason was uh, a dear friend of mine passed away uh, the Saturday before. And his funeral was Thursday. And I was asked by his family to speak at his funeral, which I honestly didn't feel like I was qualified to do so. Uh, I'm, you know, I don't question our friendship. I just, was I the right person to get up there and do that? And uh, it was me and two other longtime friends of his. And we each touched on different parts of his life. And that was nice. And I stressed and stressed and stressed about what to talk about. And... Uh, what to say about Michael Jeffrey Cohen that, you know, mattered to me. And uh, I mentioned the last time we improved uh, was at his house on Mother's Day, uh, the last time I saw him. And I was saying how I hate blues, and it's always like that one. And he started to throw in some words, and we sang a little song for a little bit. I just gave him the beat, and he just threw, threw in some words. And like I said then, and I'll say now, I wish, God damn it, I could, I didn't say the God damn it part, but I wish I could remember everything he said, but I was just so in the moment, I just couldn't think, uh, couldn't use the remembering part of my brain. But that was, uh, so we drove down Wednesday, and... Uh, I thought, well, maybe I'll do a travel show and we'll, we'll, you know, do something like that. But I was just, I just didn't have the the spirit to do a that kind of thing. I was thinking, I know I could probably edit this into it, probably, but I don't really care. Uh, for some reason, the mic kicked off the recording and it stopped halfway in to the middle of a thought and uh now that i've had to take the time to do all this sort of thing to get back to where i was i really don't have that thought in my head anymore so it's time to change uh, but i kind of it's not going to be the proper thought but uh i was talking about driving down there and being in that thoughtful pattern about everything else that comes with the passing of a friend and how um you think about how short life is or this or that. And I got into my head just today or yesterday, maybe it was, um, you know, and it's not a new thought. It's not revolutionary. It's been done you know, about millions of times, but life is a book. 
and uh, each person that you meet throughout your life, you have a little book of them. No matter, it could be two pages, so it's a short story, or it could be a fucking, you know, 500-page, you know, multi-book novel. Uh, it just depends on the person. And it's hard to close that book. You know, a lot of times books are closed, but you know, you know, there's a possibility of adding to it. You'll open it up and put more in and uh, add more pages as they, you know, to keep with the, you know, motif. And, uh, but then there are those times when the book is over and you do have to, like, just close it and put it on the shelf. And the only time it comes out then is when you and other friends, and they have their own book of that person. I mean, like, when the three of us were up there doing uh, that eulogy, our eulogies, I had a book that was 12 years thick. They had books that were 25, 30 years thick. Uh, does That doesn't matter. Uh, because we have stories and it all fits into the telling of who that person is. And that's where I'm finding myself right now in that sort of vein of, you know, the book has been closed on the way home on Friday. Uh, Cheryl and I talked briefly about things and, you know, it's it wasn't... It was time to close the book. Uh, the funeral, the eulogy, that's that closing period. And you don't want to linger on the could have, would have, should have, and embrace the what was. And so that what it, you know, that's where, you know, where that was. And now that book is on the shelf. And uh, I will graciously and lovingly open it up and share stories when that time comes. So... Uh, that's where my brain was going to finish that thought that we got cut off at. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to stop right now because Cheryl's home and uh, I want to talk about the play. So, see you in a minute. I gotta be me. I gotta be free. So, I stopped yesterday and said uh, I wanted to talk about the play but other things were going on so I had to stop for a second and uh, then my daughter came over and we went for a walk and had a couple made some dinner cooked up some hot dogs and stuff and had a nice evening and uh, was just about to get back to it and I noticed my phone was a little bit low on power the battery was in the 30s, so I was like, I need to charge this up a little bit, get it up at least into like 75%, 80%, because I know then I can do everything that I want to do on the phone without having to worry about the battery. Simple. So I had made a cup of tea. I was sitting on the chaise lounge, just enjoying the moment of serenity. Uh, Cheryl was on her recliner. She had spent 
three days working ridiculous amounts of hours. And she was tired and she was laying down and it was 10, about 10 o'clock. And I fell asleep along with Cheryl. I mean, we both fell asleep. And um, she woke up and went to bed at some point. I think she nudged me and I said, I'll, I'll be right in. And I didn't get up and get into bed until like 2.30 and uh, so, yeah, I didn't do anything I planned on doing yesterday with the show. So here we are now, and it is now Thursday morning, and I've decided, and if you're listening to the show at this point, uh, my God, oh, this is ridiculous. I put my cup of tea onto a piece of paper so it would uh, not stick to the mantle because I'm standing up with my microphone on the mantle and I'm standing in front of the fireplace just talking and I put my cup of tea on a piece of scrap paper that I you know, have doodles on and apparently it was a lot wetter on the bottom than I had thought and uh, it stuck to the paper so badly that I almost spilled my entire cup of tea trying to get it off the paper <laughs> so now I, I had to like fit, physically peel it off the bottom because the for some reason, and I don't know why this is happening, my gallon of milk that I'm using, every time I pour a little bit into my teacup, like almost a larger amount spills along the like the the lip of it and then down the side of the God blessed jug of milk. And it's really frustrating the piss out of me because that doesn't normally happen. Why is this jug? And it looks absolutely normal, round. There doesn't, there's no like pinch point. Doesn't seem like there's anything in particular. I, I haven't poured from another angle. Maybe I need to, you know, use my left hand and pour it, not my right hand, because maybe a different side of the, the uh, opening will pour out of. But it keeps spilling and it keeps making messes. And I, I and it's, I've used gallon milk to pour into my tea. All the time. This one is like particularly ridiculous and it's pissing me off. But I know pissed off to a very small level. Like there's levels of being pissed off. You know, I would never equate uh, the frustration of a sloppy milk jug to uh, real problems. This is just very localized Ah, moments. Rrrr, dummy, dummy, ah, moments. So that's where I'm at. So <laughs> that's where I'm at right now on this Thursday morning. And I was going to say, uh, just before the whole sticky milk on the um, paper fiasco we just had, <laughs> I was going to say... Mm, to take a sip of that warm, glorious tea and say, if you're listening, at the very beginning, I put the show out on Tuesdays. Tuesdays was my day. And for the first two years or more, Tuesdays was my day. And then through life and things happening, uh, it got switched. And Wednesdays was the day it was released. And yay, Wednesdays is my day. And I'm not going to 
changed to now Thursdays is when I released the show because that would I'm not just going to go through the week like that. Uh, what I am going to say is I don't know at what point during the week it's going to be out and available. That is my promise to you, my ridiculously bad promise that I'm going to do a weekly show. It most likely will come out on Wednesday, but could be early Tuesday, might be late Thursday, or, you know, on the weekend or on a Friday. You know, I don't know, but I'm going to keep doing this because it still kind of makes me happy. And uh, I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, so... I just had a really long, ridiculous talk about that. Yeah. So that's where uh, I'm standing in front of the fireplace. Microphone on the mantle. Talking to you. Hi. Blue on stage. That's the play I'm in. And the last real show I did, I mean, I took a break. Uh, then I had the Joe Jackson show. But, like, it was an unannounced break. It was supposed to be, the show was supposed to come out the day I went to the Joe Jackson concert uh, on a Wednesday. But things and I didn't get it out until the very next week. So there was a week off and then the Joe Jackson episode, which was all about that, and rightfully so. And then um, another week off, I believe it was. Uh, maybe not, I don't even know, remember now, but uh, I do know last week I was supposed to be doing a show. And yeah, it would have been on, off, on, off, on, off. Uh, I mentioned how I couldn't, you know, didn't want to do it because of what what was happening. So, uh, but in doing so and having that be what's happened in life, uh, I totally never or haven't spoken about the play at all and how wonderful it is. We are coming up onto our last weekend. There are still a few tickets left for uh, Thursday or for Friday and Saturday night, Sunday. I guess there's only one handicap seat left. So, uh, that's a sellout. Uh, hopefully, we can get that last seat filled. I don't know. But I know on Friday and Saturday night, there's a handful left. So a couple handfuls left, I think. But in the back rows, get them if you can. Uh, this cast is fantastic. It's a wonderful show. It's a fun romp. And we romp it up very well. Now, uh, our very first opening night on Friday, I... I made some very bad mistakes, you know, just in, in, you know, in dialogue. I missed a couple lines. I felt like I just really, opening night jitters, I really felt, Ugh. and everything, you know, about that night was just a tad off. And no one was, you know, bad or good. It was just, we were just having those nerves. And I think that's commonplace. Worst part of that is a person from um, 
some association that awards citations out to community theaters came opening night to see our production. And uh, we got three awards for our production, excellence in ensemble, excellence in uh, production, you know, stage, and excellence in direction. Uh, so I thought that was fantastic. But I do think they're, if they would have come just the very next night, uh, they would have seen so much better. And there might have been a couple of uh, citations or awards for excellence of an individual. Uh, I think, you know, Miss Scarlet and Colonel Mustard are just wonderful. And they're, you know, they could have been awarded that. Uh, but that is what it is that, you know, can't change any of that. So super proud of this cast and our show. Uh, the very next weekend was fantastic, really great, with one caveat uh, on Sunday. I have this, everyone knows, I've talked about it. Um, is it because of the pod or is it because of circular vomiting? You know, Cheryl's convinced it's one way. I'm leaning that way, but I, I don't want it to be that way. Anyway, I had an episode and it started uh, in the morning and I was miserable, like overnight, in fact. And I was just, I puked a little bit, a bunch. Uh, my stomach was miserable, but I had a 2.30 uh, matinee to do. So I got myself there. Uh, told everyone in the cast how I'm feeling, what's going on. Uh, was given a couple of lozenges with some uh, licorice and anise, so that helps a stomach, they say. And uh, one of the cast members offered, like, you want me to rub your back a little bit? And just like a one-handed rub on the back for a few, few minutes kind of helped. And uh, I got through the whole play. And... By the, by the last scene where I do most of my running around, I was, it really did begin to hit me. But I got through it. And I got back to the dressing room, and that's when a wave hit me, and I almost made it to the men's room. And I kind of got sick right outside the door. And I know that's gross, and I'm sorry. Uh, and it was water and tea, so there wasn't like anything you know, super gross in there, but it was still gross. And I apologize to everyone involved. And, uh, it was done. Uh, the next day I was fine and it is bizarre, but the words mentioned, uh, that day were perhaps it's a abdominal migraine, which I did not know that was even a thing. So I, and then I heard about some homeopathic things from a couple people and I've never been much into the, into homeopathy. I don't know if good things diluted in a whole lot of water really does work. Uh, they all claim it triggers the body to do good things. And I'm not saying it doesn't. I just don't know if it does. Uh, so I'm always leery about homeopathy and that vein of, you know, taking care of yourself. And if it works for some people and it makes them feel like they're doing the right thing and it might be working and doing the right thing for them, wonderful. 
I don't know if I'm getting there. I don't know if that's my direction. But I'm tangenting a lot here. So, but all in all, I think first night jitters and my last, this Sunday matinee illness were the two nights I, I'm, you know, don't like the most of this run, of course. But oddly enough, that last night, that Sunday, was probably one of my most accurate uh, line readings. I Every night I have either, uh, either not said or said a word that is there, you know. I, I, I've changed one. It's like there's a thing where it's like uh, the line is, my task tonight is to expose your secrets to one another, making you all culpable in each other's indiscretions. I tend to say thus, making you all culpable. I don't know why I add that thus, but I do. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Most times I do, but that night I didn't. Uh, there's been times where I've, like, the night before, I mistakenly, in a really frenzied attempt at it, called Professor Plum Mr. Peacock, and I didn't realize it until Cheryl mentioned it to me afterwards. And I was like, oh, Christ, I did that. So all in all, I mean, those things happen. And uh, I'm not going to fret about a word or this or that. Uh, I've yet to make a stage direction flub. I say that now. I'm screwing myself over. Well, it happened again, and I'm not sure if it was the phone, the mic, the cord, but midway through my, you know, recanting or talking about the play, the microphone uh, stopped, the recording stopped, and I probably talked for about a minute or so before I realized that it had gone off. So whatever I was saying is done. I don't know. I do know I was talking about the end of the play and how I... I'm happy and proud of it, and I hope you you can all get out and see it this coming weekend. Uh, and this is now a great time to end the show. It seems appropriate. So, as always, it's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. So thank you for spending your time with me. Uh, next week, there'll be another show out. I'll be... Uh, most likely Wednesday. I'm, I'm going to really try and stick to the Wednesday, but there are times when life gets involved and it's his summer. And during the summertime, things are up in the air. They're, they're fluid. They need to be looser because the weather, the date, you know, like the temperature, all the stuff involved, <laughs> just babbling now, uh, we'll probably keep the show on a loose footing for the rest of the summer. And then when it comes to the end of August and into September, there's going to be a couple weeks where I do not do the show because I'm getting married and going on a honeymoon. And uh, I think I would be the world's biggest dick if I said, honey, we got to pause this honeymoon so I can do my podcast. Because I fully know my podcast doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of the world and taking a couple weeks off to spend it with someone who really does matter in this world is so much better. 
So uh, that's sort of like a loose foothold on the summer. There'll be shows. There'll be laughs. When we get them to you, we. I keep saying the we, like the plural we. I, if anyone knows me, I'm standing here alone in my living room talking into a mic, looking at a picture of flowers, because this is my studio, alone. I don't have a crew, a writing staff, a technician. I don't have those things. Why? Because I'm all those things. I don't write nothing down. This is all on the fly. I don't, you know, have any technical skills. I press buttons, and when things fail, they fail, and I, you know, yeah. So, uh, you guys have a great night. Have a good week when you're out there. Please be kind, be nice, be good. And uh, I'm going to start saying something new at the end. And I'm not quite sure if this is going to be it all the time, but I'm, I'm going to try and find the right way to just put this out there into the world and hopefully, you know, I have no fucking idea, but uh, stop killing each other, please. Stop killing each other. We can have disagreements. We can have fear. We can have depression. We can have emotions that do not lead to killing people. Please, that's all I ask. Go out there and be kind. Be good. Be nice. Be a person who brings about happiness and not a person who brings about horror. Have a good night. Talk to you soon.